Welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. And for those of you who know that I don't have a lisp and why I call it an episode, today's guest is going to prove to you why I do just that. Today we're going to be speaking with Jeff and he is a LinkedIn connection that I made. And guys, I can't tell you enough about LinkedIn connections and I, I keep harping on it, but I want you to understand that there are amazing people on LinkedIn that you can connect with who are doing amazing things for this world. So Jeff Hunter is dedicated to building personal brands for founders and CEOs of some of the top organizations out there. Uh, he helps them become influencers in their industry. He is the host of the Savage Marketer Marketing Podcast, and he'll correct me if I if I messed up on that. <laughs> and another claim to fame that he has is helping people build virtual teams. And I know that our audience is in is in great need of the information that he's going to offer today. So please help me welcome Mr. Jeff Hunter. Hey, hey, hey. Yay, Thank you Jeff. so much. I really appreciate you being here. I know your time is limited because you're being pulled in a million directions. And I all I know all the big people want to work with you. So I am so grateful that you have made the time to come share some, some wisdom with us and, and share your expertise on how we should be doing what we know we should be doing, but we're not doing it anyway. Oh, I like the idea <laughs> of the epic sode. I like it. Ah! I love it. Good, good, good. So Jeff, tell me, I, I just want for people and guys, if you do not know him, I know you're going to get to know him throughout the episode, but, and we're going to have an opportunity for him to share his call letters and how to find him because you need, 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 trust me, need to connect with Jeff. Okay. Uh, Jeff, if I looked you up in the dictionary, what would it say? Well, um, Funny enough, funny that you say that because that's a topic we're, we can discuss today is that uh, I'm actually Google verified. So if you Google me, what? there will be a, a dictionary definition in there. <laughs> now I'm curious Whoa. to see what it says. Let's see what happens. I'm going to go and type in Jeff J. Hunter in Google. It. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Here it says, Jeff J. Hunter is an American entrepreneur, internet marketer, motivational speaker, and branding consultant. He is best known for his core branding method and VA staffer, a virtual assistant staffing agency based in the Philippines. Wow! There is a definition, man. Not everybody. Listen, I now I can say I know someone who has a definition. I love Look, that, Jeff. Very I, cool. I, I, I don't know if people... Are, are people going to be able to see this episode? Yes, they will. They um, will. <laughs> Why don't you give me access to share and, and we can talk about this. Absolutely. Um, because this that. is this is really securing your personal brand, right? Good. This is really about it. owning, uh, you know, oh, thank you. You gave me there the ability. Go. So <clears throat> I'm going to share my screen so you can see what I'm talking about. See awesome. that? Awesome. Yes. Yes. So uh, let me pull this back. Oh, I'm on the wrong side of the screen now. But um, <laughs> uh oh, hold on. I got to move this thing now. Okay. See, I was re I was recording my screen. See? Yeah. There we go. Awesome. So uh, there we go. So now you can see my screen, right? You can see the yes. Google thing? Yes. All right. So this is what's called a Google Knowledge Panel. Okay. And a Google Knowledge Panel is basically uh, once you become a Google verified, uh, you know, whatever, you know, public figure, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. is that they say, okay, this is this guy you're looking for right? So when people search me, this is what we, this is even higher than page rank one. Page rank one is this first listing on right. Google. Right. Page rank zero is when you'll notice on the left-hand side of the screen, it says my name. And on the right-hand side, it says my name, wow. right? And there's pictures of me and all the profiles of things that, that I'm at, right? Right. So, so this is basically securing your real estate online. This is mm. Google real estate. Anytime wow. someone searches my name, and let me turn off my screen share, um, and I'll show you something uh, else that's very interesting here. Mm -hmm. um, let me move this back over here. And, oh boy, I've got to move stuff around now. Hold on. I don't wasn't worry. prepared. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. This so is all good. Back over here. Okay. There we go. So <clears throat> now I'm going to show you my phone. Okay. And you can try this on your phone too if you have it on you. But basically, okay. you just you just go to the internet, right? Or your if you have a if you have a Android or a Apple phone, you could just type in my name Jeff, the letter J, and then Hunter. And then when you press enter, or you press the button, look at what pops up. Wow! Yes. 
right? <gasps> wow. And see, it takes up the whole dang screen. The whole screen. Wow. Right? It gives people the option to follow you up at the top and you can scroll down. And, oh but that, my goodness. that right there is literally owning the real estate. So funny that wow. you asked that question. By the way, this was not arranged or rigged. We didn't right? talk before. <laughs> um, but it is a very good topic because that's what I do. If I'm going to sit there and tell people, and this is something that I'd like to share with people today, because a lot of times people don't know how to start building their brand, right? Mm -hmm. But before that, I'd like to start with why it's important to build your brand, mm -hmm. okay? A, if you have a strong personal brand, okay? And this goes whether you're an employee at a company or you own your own business or you're a partner in a business or uh, you're a director or a VP at another company. A personal brand is actually super important because it's people, you're not replaceable. See, mm. you're not replaceable. If you're just a seat or a number or, you know, a whatever at a company or even, even if you own your own business, like there's a hundred people doing the same thing as you, why should they pick you over someone else, right? Right. And that's the key. The key of your personal brand is that you're unlocking almost like an unfair advantage by saying, when someone says, well, what, are, what do they do if they look you up and Google you? Or, you know, like you said, at, what's the right. definition if they right. typed in Jeff J. Hunter? And then I say, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> right? Like Google, you know, like Google me. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, so that's really key. And, and there's some real big benefits of that. One, you have more authority and recognize authority, recognize that everyone's an expert today. Everybody claims to be an expert, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone you talk to is a friggin' expert, right? But to become a recognized expert, to have Google say, Hey, this is an expert, right? Then it's using authority and credibility. And what happens when you have more authority and credibility? Well, you can charge premium prices, right? Right. right? Yeah. You don't have to fight at the bottom for the lowest cost. Now you mm -hmm. can say, look, um, I have an established reputation of doing this. I can do this. And here's the price. And right. if you can't afford me, you can work with the other people. Exactly. Right. Um, and I think that that's the problem that entrepreneurs have too. They have a hard time saying no. Right. You know, right. Um, we've, we've all taken on a project or two that we know that we didn't want to do, mm -hmm. but we needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> And and a few months in, you realize that there's no not enough money in the world. But yeah. Yep. So that's it. So I would say the on the personal branding side, you know, it's really important. And that, that's what I've that's what I've been doing is helping, you know, founders and CEOs is kind of my sweet spot. Basically, people that are experts but maybe aren't like the the recognized expert in their industry. Mm -hmm. um, and now I only work with people that have a business achievements. See, that's my qualifier. Like, right. I'm not going to be fake and phony and turn someone who isn't the best or isn't an expert into making people think that they are. Right. Because that's what that whole fake influencer thing is. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. Right. I only want to work with people that are really good at what they do. They have a solid track record and we can leverage the, those business achievements to make them a recognized expert in their field. Mm. I love it. I that's know. on the branding side. Yeah, on the branding side. I love, but that you know what? That's important because we we hear so much about that, and I know one of the key words uh, for you is to to help them become an influencer in that industry. And mm -hmm. I think Jeff, what it sounds like, what you're saying is that that becoming that influencer is going to come from your authority, your credibility, and how. Yes, it has to be there. There has to be a foundation. You can't make that out of out of thin air. But also, there are a lot of people that may have it that are not shining a light on that. So, would you that's say right. that that there that's one of the mistakes people are making? The ones that are established and might have that credibility, and they're just you know their business growth is not showing up for them. Is that what do you do for someone in that situation? <clears throat> well. Uh, fortunate enough, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a method. Okay, uh, and and usually there's there's four main things that are lack that that people lack. Okay, and these are the four things that are really critical to building what I call an iconic brand. Mm -hmm. Okay, a brand that's truly iconic, something that will that will stand out from the others, right? Like mm -hmm. the Empire State Building, the Golden Gate Bridge. Like we want to position our personal brands like things that people recognize because they're unique. 
because they're cool, because they're valuable, and because they're interesting. You know, mm. it's it's funny because a lot of people want people to be interested in them, but they're not interesting. Right. You know, <laughs> so so we got to get that together. So yeah. that's actually the first step. I call this the core branding method. In my definition, I said earlier, I said I'm mm-hmm. the founder of the core branding method. Right. The core branding method is an acronym. There's four really core elements, no pun intended there, right. to to building an iconic brand. The first, the C stands for connection. You have to have a strong emotional connection to your audience. They have to be able to, that's where they build that no like, and trust factor. We've mm-hmm. all heard that before. Right. The no like, right. and trust factor. Mm-hmm. Well, that is about building a connection. That's about being relatable. That's about being genuine. That's about being authentic. A lot of people miss that. Yeah, Okay. I agree. So that's step number one is you have to make people relate with you and you have to be authentic. They have to believe you. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second piece is, oh, omnipresence. Omnipresence isn't about being everywhere all the time for everyone. It's about being omnipresent to your target audience where they are. So maybe they watch entrepreneur, entrepreneur, maybe they listen to entrepreneur radio. Mm-hmm. I was just, I just recorded an hour long show for entrepreneur.com radio. Nice, um, nice. That's where a lot of my audience lives, right? Mm-hmm. An- another thing, I was on the ClickFunnels official podcast. Wow. Right? A lot of my people use ClickFunnels. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, uh, I've been featured on Influencer Magazine, which is where a lot of influencers and entrepreneurs go. Mm-hmm. So those are that's one little avenue. Another thing could be a podcast that I own, right? Like right. I started I started my own show called Savage Marketer and it mm. basically is savage marketing strategies that that are designed to help grow and and blow up businesses. That's nice. that's what it's dedicated to and I interview other experts to have on my show and we talk about the business of marketing, mm-hmm. okay? Right, right. And and here's the other thing. Maybe they're on Facebook, maybe they're on Instagram, maybe they're on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn right. for me, one of the best. We met on LinkedIn. Yes, yes, we did. We did. One of the best platforms ever. Now, what if I do a reverse hack right now and tell you how you and I really got connected? Do it. I love that. Okay. That's the suspense hold. We're going to do that after I talk about R and E of core. Okay. okay. So the R is about relevance. A lot of times the reason people don't buy something from you, they don't become a client of yours or a customer of yours is because they don't feel like you are relevant to what they're trying to accomplish in life. Mm. You're not relevant. You're out of date. You don't offer them the value that they're really seeking and it falls off. So we have something that we develop called the core promise, your core brand promise. What in the heck is your core promise? For me, my core promise is very simple. And by the way, all of you guys can have a very simple core promise. It starts with three things. What you do, who you do it for, and the results they get. Right? Mm -hmm. So I build personal brands. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Right? For founders and CEOs of successful companies. That's who I do it for. Mm -hmm. to become influencers in their space, the result they get. Right. See how that works? So, yeah. Right? Super, super. And it's so crazy how many people just can't look at somebody and tell them what you do. Like, wow. if you just, just what you do, who you serve, what results they get. If you just mm-hmm. have that down, people will go, okay, I get it. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So then you build content strategy around that to establish yourself as an expert. We call it the pillars of expertise. There's five things that I have to back up. So the core is now on top of these pillars, your promise, because Mm -hmm. if people are going to believe what you tell them, they have to see the expertise that you have that, that reinforces your brand promise. So for me, it's about branding. It's about inbound marketing. It's about social media. Okay. It's about building virtual teams. Cause if I'm going to help you do all this stuff, I better know how to, how to have a team to do it. Right. And then lastly, one of my favorite copywriting, you got to be a good writer yes. or you have to know a good copy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I saw right. where you're going with that. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause uh, all good businesses, the people that are really truly b- developing iconic brands, they're able to convey a message simply 
and easily, and mm -hmm. most people can't. Right. Okay. So that's the relevance side of it. The last part is engagement. Engagement is really key because engagement is evidence that everything's working. <laughs> e could be yes. evidence or engagement. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. Um, and when people are liking your, your posts, when they're engaging with you, when they're starting to connect with you and tell you the impact that they've made, uh, that you've made to their lives, man, that just, that's it's not a whole lot better things in the world than A, being acknowledged, Mm -hmm. validated right. and knowing that what you're putting out there is actually helping people like mm -hmm. that feels so good right yes absolutely so that's what core is about and funny enough we met on linkedin through an omnipresence campaign okay mm -hmm. so i also have a company called va staffer right. virtual assistant staffer vastaffer.com and the purpose of that and by the way, the goal of, of having that team, it's 80, I have 80 plus people on my team nice. that you can't be everywhere at once. That's, mm -hmm. that's the thing. That's just the truth, right? right? One of the biggest ways to grow your brand is to get on other people's podcasts, just like yours, mm -hmm. right? Get on other people's shows. Right. So that's one of my goals in 2020 is to be on a hundred podcasts. And nice. I try to be on a hundred podcasts a year. Um, sometimes that's a challenge, but, uh, not because I can't find them, but because it takes a lot of time to do this. Right. Right. right? Absolutely. Um, and not to mention building relationships, you and I, Berta, we've been mm -hmm. talking for weeks before this call. Right. 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 Um, but here's what happened. I have an assistant and her name is Nicole. And one of the things that she does for me every day is she logs into my LinkedIn account. And she finds podcast hosts that she thinks I would be a good fit for. Mm -hmm. So she logs in as me. And she goes out to people that are podcast hosts in niches, niches that mm -hmm. I like. Right. So I love the entrepreneurial space. Mm -hmm. I like the human resources space because I have virtual teams for companies. Right. Um, I also love the sales and marketing space. And of course, I love the branding space. Mm -hmm. So those are the types of demographics I'm looking for to reach those new audiences to grow my reach. Right. So Nicole actually was the one who liked your podcast who sent you a message telling you that we really, that she, that I, she said it on my mm -hmm. behalf, said that I really liked your show. And now for the first time, it is being revealed that my assistant, Nicole, did all of the communication leading up until where I actually sent you that voice message, I think, and right. said, hey, we should totally do this on the show. Right, right. All the communication before that was from Nicole. You just that's found that awesome. out. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. But you know what? That but that's the power of and and Jeff and I and I do want to focus on on the virtual staffing uh, company that you have because I think that especially and we talked about about it a little bit. But what's funny is that when you and I got on a call that that initial call and I'm and I'm always happy to to jump on a call. I love to get to meet new people. Jeff you didn't even mention anything about the podcast. We started having a relationship. We started talking about the, the influencer marketing. Who can I connect you with? That's always my, my go-to. Let me see. And as we're having a conversation um, secretly, and a lot of people don't know this, you know, they think I'm taking notes and I'm not really taking notes. I'm just writing the names of the people that I think would be a good connection for you. And that I think, oh, really? Be, yeah, that's, that's my, you know, people are like, wow. oh, you take great notes. And I'm thinking, no, there are a hundred people here prepare your, your email because you're going to get bombarded or whatever, you know, but, but, but that's just the way my brain works. Oh my God. I, I, I would love to connect Steve with Jeff. I would love to connect Dan with, with Jeff. I just know they would hit it off and I know they could collaborate on things together. Or at wow. least if I know this is what Jeff does, I know that Dan might not be the one, but I know he has a pool of people that would be a great fit for Jeff. That so says volumes about you though, because, and, and back to what you just said about how I didn't talk about the podcast. That's know. my, that's my strategy. Okay, Cause good. what, what, what I do is if, as soon as you show people a red flag, mm -hmm. They back off. So mm -hmm. as soon as you like my intention to get on your show, by the way, uh, that was Nicole's intention was to get me right. on your show. Right. But right. see, but see, I, when I looked at what you're up to and I noticed that you're a coach, I immediately said, okay, the show is great, but she, you are a consultant, a coach, and you help so many people 
already build their brands and mm -hmm. I could be a trusted partner exactly. to help you do that. Exactly. So I'm already seeing way past the podcast. So when we had our first conversation and I told you the different things that I could do to help you, you were like, oh my God, right? I got to have, right. I got to have you on the show. Exactly. Exactly. Right? And then after we had the, which, which guys, and this is what, again, and, and we talk a lot about LinkedIn. I'm always, like I said, always bragging about the power of LinkedIn. But the truth is that if you're looking at LinkedIn to, to establish and build relationships, everything else will flourish from there any marketing that we're doing. I don't care what kind of networking. I don't care what it is. It has to be relationship centric. So Jeff and I are having this conversation. And then I immediately thought, Jeff, it would be great. Would you, would you be willing to come on the podcast? And you said, and he, and he said, and you said this, Jeff, you said, you know, I'd be happy to come on and I can share some information that would be valuable for your audience. And already with what you've given us with just the core, that's it. I know that this is going to be a blessing to the audience because it's things that we're not paying attention to, Jeff. So, so guys, this is what I mean. You can have all the automation in the world, like what Jeff is describing, if you're doing it right the way Jeff is, where it doesn't come across as super salesy, super pushy, whatever, whatever the phrase is. It was just a yeah. very organic connection of two people who hit it off. And I thought, and I've already introduced you to some people and, and you're going to have more coming your way. But, yeah. but you know what? Because I know that when I meet someone like you, what I want is to share them with everyone in my tribe because I know <laughs> that, that they will, you know, serve each other. So I love that you went all um, transparent and, and showed us. But, but Jeff, can uh, you uh, talk? Uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, I already had a, a conversation with two people that you've referred me nice. just in the past week. Good. And, uh, and actually, um, one of the things that, that I wanted to touch on that you said is that about the organic relationship, mm -hmm. because if you're doing it right, if you're doing marketing right, remember, every day we wake up, we're marketing ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Okay? We're marketing ourselves to potential clients, mm -hmm. potential partners. If you're not married yet, a potential yeah. spouse, right? <laughs> and if you are married, especially to your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that. I got to I gotta upgrade my marketing all to my day. spouse all the time. You're right. Exactly. You know, my wife's exactly. trying to talk me into having another kid now. So it's like, there you man. go. So she's marketing. So she's you know? marketing. Yeah. She's like, you know, this, this whole thing's it. not too bad. You know, I, I've been able to take care of all this. Maybe we should. <laughs> how how right. old is your, is your little one now? I got a seven-year-old and a one-half-year-old. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good so, time. Listen, if you if you go now, they'll, you know, be in school close together. I'm I'm telling you, it's a good time. So <sighs> so Jeff, I, I wanna I wanna talk for a minute about because everybody and I work predominantly with coaches and speakers, okay, who don't have a staff. You know, I'm blessed that I have a, a team and and they're my children. And I say my children, people are like, oh really, it's so Mickey Mouse. You know, my children are brilliant. They're 32 and almost 30, much smarter than I am. And and they are my business partners. So they are oh. the copywriter and and the marketing brand. And the other one is the graphic and the design and everything that's beautiful. Wow, you're right? very blessed. So I'm extremely blessed because blessed because I, I I couldn't even begin to pretend to even know how to do any of that. Wow. But I know that most people don't have that team, and 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 they're either shy about it or they don't know what the potential is with working with a VA. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, first, let's talk about what a VA is. Mm -hmm. um, actually, let's talk about what a VA isn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of people come to me and they say, hey, Jeff, I want to have this mythical VA. They, it's not, that's not what they say. <laughs> they, they, I, I call it the the super VA. And mm -hmm. the super VA is, you know, someone who's going to help me manage my social media and they're going to write my email newsletter and they're going to write on my social media posts. And they're also going to be my graphic designer and they're going to finish my WordPress site. And they're also <laughs> going to do my click funnels and email automation. <laughs> you know, they want someone who literally knows how to do everything. And that's not how it works. Right. Okay. Um, that person might exist, but let me tell you at that point, they probably have their own business because right. <laughs> right. that's valuable stuff. Yes. Okay? Yes. Um, so what I look at is I, I, and by the way, I hate the term outsourcing. Um, mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that there's upsourcing and there's downsourcing. Mm -hmm. So there's stuff that is, you know, really valuable use of my time that I should be doing. And I have this philosophy, it's called the 90, 10 rule that 10%, you know, if you, if you look, I, I, I challenge everyone, if, if you write 10 things that you need to get done this week, 
right? I bet you nine out of those 10 things are probably not going to move you very far. Right. There's probably one thing on that list that's really important that if you got it done, it would truly take you to the next level faster. Wow. So what I do with the 90-10 rules, I say, look, what are the 90% of the things in my life that are holding me back from the 10% of the things in my life that mm -hmm. actually make real progress? Mm -hmm. So I start looking at, so what are some of the things holding me back? So there's upsourcing and downsourcing. The downsourcing is like repetitive things like processing refunds or doing your email management or setting up calendar invites or, you know, I have an assistant, Nicole, she mm -hmm. joins me on all of my business calls and she takes notes for me and takes meeting minutes and sends it out to my clients, follows up with them. Like that's all really administrative executive assistant work that like eats up a lot of time right. if you don't have, right? Right. Even LinkedIn, building relationships with me on uh, with with people on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. doing podcast outreach. I got a one of my clients right now who owns Meal Prep on Fleek, a really big company uh, in the in the meal prep space. They have tons of recipes and stuff like that. They've got tons and tons of followers, um, and you know th it's a two person company, right? Wow. So so our team is helping them write like recipes and optimizing the website for SEO, like all these different things that, that you don't do. So here's, here's how I separate it out. Remember, there's downsourcing, remedial tasks, and there's upsourcing, which is like doing click funnels or setting up your email automation or something that's super challenging that like you probably could do, but probably not the best use of your time. Right, right. right. Um, maybe it is valuable to do. So you might have to actually hire somebody who costs more to do right. those types of things. Um, but, but, you know, but, but it's done, right? Uh, how many projects do entrepreneurs start that never finish? Right. Right. Absolutely. So I'm a huge advocate of, of, you know, it's just like everything else. Do you mow your own lawn? Do you cut your own hair? Do you mm -hmm. fix your own car? Most people don't, you right. know? Right. So here's the thing. When it comes to building a virtual team, it's really important to separate your box, your life into these four boxes. One is what are the repetitive tasks that I do every day that I shouldn't be doing, okay? The second piece is what are the challenging things in my life that are I'm spending too much time on that I could just hire somebody to get done, right? right? Like your funnel, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay? The third piece, Nobody likes to talk about this column. This is the neglected column. Oh. What are the things that you should be doing, but you're not because you're doing the other stuff? Right. Right. And by the way, that could be spending time with your family, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of entrepreneurs, they don't, <laughs> they're working 17, 18 hours a day, burning mm -hmm. the oil. They never get to yeah. see their kids. Yeah. You know, they, they left a 40 hour a week job to go work 80 hours a week for themselves. Yeah. Right. And make yeah. half as much. Without a yeah, exactly. <laughs> or without a paycheck at the beginning. <laughs> exactly. Right. So yeah. you you know, like it's really important to focus on what are the things that I'm not doing. Maybe I'm not doing my social media. Maybe I'm not networking on LinkedIn. Maybe I'm not, you know, finishing, you know, maybe I'm not networking or connecting right. or going places or whatever. You know, maybe I'm not doing my podcast like this or right. whatever it may be. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to think about that. Like, what is the goal? What's the end goal here? Um, and then the last column, which is my favorite column, which is the value column. Yeah. What is the most valuable things that I can do right now to, you know, instead of kicking those rocks, I can actually start pushing the boulder, right? Right, right. That's, that's the key. And if you start focusing on that, if you just write down the stuff you do on a day-to-day -day basis, and what you need to do, just organizing it, putting it into a list in those four columns, you're already going to start identifying what you can do right now to make a huge difference. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. And and you know what, Jeff? It, it's true because I think a lot of times um, people don't realize how much it's costing them not to hire that assistant. Yeah. And and they're and they're and I, I just got off a conversation with with two people that I do accountability uh, partnerships with. And and we're talking about sometimes you seem like you're extremely busy, but all you're doing is spinning around in that hamster wheel and there's nothing that's moving the needle. There's there's no, there's not really any productivity. There's activity, but not productivity. And a Ooh. lot of times that's where you have to 
sit down and actually look at it and say, how much is it costing me not to invest in, in having someone else do this? And, and, yeah. and usually when they start doing that, and you are, know this better than I do, I'm sure, they're going to start seeing so much progress. That they, and, they all, and this is what I always hear. If I had known this, I would have hired this person a long time ago. Here's the other thing too, you know, a lot of people see that as an expense, as a cost. And, you know, I hire people because I already know what they're going to do and how much money it's going to make me. Exactly. So exactly. whether it's removing me from something so I can focus on more revenue doing something else, mm-hmm. or whether it's literally having someone get onto my LinkedIn account and start building network start building networking connections and things yes. like that that result into sales. Absolutely. I mean, it's really affordable. Like for me, like for example, at VA Staffer, we have a full-time virtual assistant, someone dedicated to you during the hours that you work, eight hours a day for 1300 bucks a month. Wow, right? that's cool. Like most of my team's in the Philippines, right? And it's, it's an incredible opportunity right now because... You know, in the Philippines, I'm able to pay them three, four, five times what the average person makes in the Philippines. They're wow. they're on the high hog, and for us, it's thirteen hundred bucks. That's beautiful. You know? Yeah, it's it's not even a, a huge thing. And for me to to think like all I need is my assistant to get me one deal, like one deal for me, like a small retainer is like. A thousand to thirteen hundred bucks, right? With a VA, right? So, it, so, so if I hire a VA, and she's able to help me just sell one person, yeah. she pays for herself. That's it for the rest of life. Exactly, because it's a monthly exactly. recurring thing, right? Exactly, exactly. So from there on, it's just a bonus. Yeah. So yeah, I, I you know, a lot of people. It, it, let's 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 talk about a coaching program. Let's say right. you're a coach and you you charge twenty five hundred bucks or six thousand or ten thousand or whatever it is. Mm. All you need is one sale, right? $10,000 to basically pay for almost an entire year of having exactly. that person work with you. Continue to, yes, yes. And a lot and of people don't think that way, you know? They, they don't, they don't, Jeff. And I, and, I, and I see it and I think a lot of times we're looking at, at what's in front of us and what the budget is and, or what the budget isn't. But I, but I always say, and I even do this with my, with my corporate clients as well. I say, listen, you might have an investment of bringing in a CEO of two, at 200 grand, Okay. Um, but that person is going to pay for his salary 10 times over. So is it invest, is it a cost to you or is it an, is it an investment? So it's just, it's just the mindset. I think a lot of times, but once, once they take that first step, you know, and I, I had a podcast uh, recorded earlier today and I was saying, listen, I know when I go to a mountain, if I take that first step on the mountain, I know I'm either going to summit or die, but I'm not going to quit. But Mm. once with something like, 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 like make, Doing that, that you know you already have to do. You, you've been talking about it for six months. Listen, I, I need to get a virtual assistant. Once you take that first step and you start to see the returns, again, you'll be kicking yourself that you didn't do that. So I really appreciate you, you putting it in that perspective. And you know what? $1,300, Jeff, I bet you a lot of people who are listening didn't think you could get that kind of assistance, that quality. Uh, he- that much time for thirteen hundred bucks. Are, are you ready for this? We started something with COVID nineteen just because mm-hmm. a lot of people haven't hired a VA or or a virtual team at all before, and we started a program just for I call it the solopreneur package. You know, right. who maybe just needs a couple hours. You know, mm-hmm. like twenty hours a month or something like that mm-hmm. for two hundred ninety eight bucks. Right. Shut up. So someone can get their feet <laughs> wet, start delegating. You know, and one of the things that I found out as an entrepreneur, working with other entrepreneurs, is that uh, most people don't really feel good putting procedures and stuff together, and they don't know how to manage a team, they don't know how to hire, they don't know how to fire, they don't know how to manage, they don't know how to control incentives or results, they don't know how to get productivity measurements on a remote team. Mm -hmm. So these are things, obviously, over the past seven years, I've figured out. So... Mm -hmm. So what I've made it, uh, so really one of the things that, that I'm excited about is that I built this solution with VA Staffer that comes with built-in project management. So we mm. not only have all the tools on the back end for you to communicate with the team, but we also have a project management team, six project managers, that their job, and I, w- I shouldn't call them project managers, they're more like project success coordinators, but okay. their job is, they like you come and say, you know, hey, Jeff, I want to do this, right? <laughs> and then you can pop on a call during US hours, 
mm-hmm. and say, hey, here's what I want to get done. And they say, oh, okay. And then they assign the right people for you, right? Okay, this person does this, this person does that, whatever else. And we put together basically a kind of a pooled hours program. So we, we have a dedicated assistant, the $1,300 one I was talking about. Right. And then we have these pooled hours things where it's 20, 50, and 100 hours a month mm-hmm. where you can access, you can leverage my graphic design team. You can leverage my web design team. Wow. Instead of hiring an individual person to do all of these things, you can just, you can literally buy hours, a, a pool about of hours, and then have my team do all these things for you. Graphics, web, whatever you need someone to do, make a phone call for you or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Right. So. That's amazing, Jeff. And and I really appreciate not only that you're doing that, um, but it's a it's really a win 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 because you're providing the service to people who need it, who are who are those solopreneurs or those or those people who are in business for themselves that don't really have the staff. And you're also providing a tremendous value to the people in the Philippines by paying them a higher wage. They're able to yep. to do more for their families. And and keep that growing, and then at the same, it's it's just a beautiful synergistic among goose bumpy. Because you want to hear something crazy. You want to hear something crazy. Yeah. I have had so many. I've had so much crap over the years building my team, mainly in the Philippines. About eighty percent of my staff is in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and I've gotten so much hate from people that say you're just taking advantage of third world countries. Mm-hmm. You're just taking you know slave mm-hmm. labor and wages and things. And I'm like, you know what? I have been to the Philippines 15 times. Wow. I've taken my family over there. We've lived there. Wow. Uh, you know, I <laughs> they call me the Foranoi over there, uh, which is wow. like a they, so Filipinos have a short for their name called Pinoy. That's what they, oh, they shorten. Really? <laughs> so they call me the Foranoi because <laughs> I, I've you know the culture is so good. I've I, you know I I've dined and, and and taken them to movies and you know I I have a very close relationship with my team. I have a call with them every morning, an all hands call at nine a.m. every morning. Nice. And these these people mean so much to me. I just hired somebody yesterday. You ready for this? I just hired somebody yesterday. And technically, my assistant hired her because I don't do the hiring and firing anymore. They do. My mm-hmm. my project management team does. Mm-hmm. But what's really crazy is that this woman, she's a college graduate. She just graduated last year. She's like 22, 23 years old. And super fresh, young, hungry, wants to learn, right? She's mm-hmm. at that phase, that, yeah. that, that budding phase. Yeah. Very impressionable. And she's been working for someone who is actually a public figure here in America. And I'm not going to say the person's name, mm. but it's a, it's a pretty affluent person. And I found out when we were negotiating her, her salary that mm. she was making, get ready for this, $1.50 an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah, I almost teared up. I was like, this is such a tragedy. And she says that when she tried to get a raise to a dollar more, two fifty an hour. That basically, that her client said, "You know what? If you don't like it, you can leave." And um, wow. she left. Wow. And good for her. And when she left, the person came back and said, "Wait, hold on. Let's go. <gasps> let's do. Let, let's do two dollars." Okay. Oh my gosh. So, it's it's a tragedy. Um, what's wow. happening right now? Wow. And. People don't understand the average salary in the Philippines right now is about 10,000 pesos a month, which is about 200 US dollars. Wow. Okay. It's literally modern day slavery, right? And what's crazy, I shouldn't say slavery because it's not, it's more Mm -hmm. like indentured servitude. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But, you know, I want to be factually accurate Mm -hmm. here, but... In reality, you know, they're not getting what even close to what they deserve. And a lot of people are taking advantage of that because they know that the job market really sucks in the Philippines. Right. So the mm-hmm. average age in the Philippines is very young. It's in the 20s because, you know, just it's how it is in, in a lot mm-hmm. of Asia, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and actually, same same in Central and, and Southern America, too. Yeah. South America yeah. and Central America, yeah. even North America, you know, Mexico. And um, it's just how it is. But, you know, I 
am very honored and proud to say that most of the team that work for me make more than anyone in their entire family generationally. I love it. Wow. That's a beautiful thing, especially when you've when you've been immersed in the in the in the culture. They they you see them like it's very different, Jeff. The way that you're doing it, and and I I believe and I'm seeing it as as you're you're giving them an opportunity to climb out of and and I'm big in that. I I mission trip a lot and I and I have children sponsored all over the world because it's that that one thing that we can do to for them to reset that cycle of poverty that maybe they're generationally, as you said, they've been living in since the beginning of time for that, since the trunk of that tree. And now you're helping them to reset that and to set a yeah. different standard and to set a different bar. And you know what? Yeah. To to understand that it's possible and they, they, they will not accept ever going back. And then well, the you know, children, their children will will continue to, to to do it that way. We live in interesting times, you know, we have rioters out in the street right now talking about yeah. systemic, systemic racism. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm not downplaying that systemic racism doesn't exist. But let me tell you, I think most, most of the systemic racism is actually systemic economic oppression. Yeah. yeah. And I think that most of the problems that we're facing, you know, and, and this, is, this is timely. And I might get in trouble for this, but... You know, there's a reason why most of the crime in America is done in poor neighborhoods, which yeah. happen to have more minorities in yes. them. Yeah. And that's because a lot of people are escaping from a system that they were stuck in for a long time, mm -hmm. right? African-Americans who were slaves, and then now they were barely able to vote. And then they finally had the civil rights movement. And, you know, this is, this is a new, you know, you're talking 50 years, right? Yeah. Since they've been completely, you know, on the same bar mm -hmm. uh, in the in the eyes of the law, right. right? The law are faster to change than the eyes of the man, right? Thank you, absolutely. And one of the things that uh, really mattered to me is that you know we're able to give people economic justice, mm -hmm. okay. And see, this is this is a beautiful thing. I, I don't know. Uh, I can hear a little bit of an accent, but I'm assuming it's a Latina accent. Yeah, it's parents, Cuban parents. Oh, you're. Oh, well, I'll yeah. get it. You want to talk about <laughs> oppression? Talk about Cuba. <laughs> exactly. So one of my one of my best friends and business partners, Jake Cortez, he uh, oh. he he escaped from Cuba and his oh. family. And, you know, he's you go. Don't even talk about. Don't even want to talk about capitalism and yeah. socialism in, in Cuba. Uh, they, what's the, I mean, one of their most, what's the famous chant, right? Death to, and he's gone yeah. already. But, yeah, exactly. exactly. But um, we're not going to go there. But the point is, is that we'll I think. We'll chant that forever. Yeah. <laughs> even though he's dead, we're still well, going to say well, it. Cubans are going to chant that forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy to think that that guy is now a hero to socialists here in America it's, that don't understand. They just don't right? know. And I, they don't know. I'm sorry to get political on no, your no, show. No, 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 it's, it's all good. But <laughs> economic prosperity and opportunity yeah. through capitalism. And capitalism has turned into a bad word. And I can tell you right now, personally, I've been able to change so many lives. People get crazy because I don't donate. I don't donate to nonprofits and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I started one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Not only did I start one, it's called Mind Hack Habits. And by the way, Jake Cortez is the guy who actually started with me. Nice. For budding entrepreneurs, people that want to start their own businesses. Uh, he he actually went to prison for quite some time. He he killed somebody. Wow. Um, he he was he was in a DUI and uh, was going 83 miles an hour and wow. killed somebody. And he was in prison. He was in solitary solitary confinement. And and. You know, when you go to prison, there's a 70, I think a 76% chance that you're going to go back to prison. Right. Yeah. And uh, I forgot what they call that. It's a re something. I forgot what it's called, but basically that's the chance of you going back. Mm -hmm. And he, he has a mission to show people that get out of jail. You know, they have a record. Nobody hires them. Right. So right. they go back to crime. Yes. See what I'm saying about the yeah. system? Yeah, yeah. They go back 100%. to crime because 100%. they can't get a job. They yeah. can't make things right. Yeah. And nobody yeah. wants to hire them because they're yeah. criminal. Yeah. So or felon, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a re it's a repetitive cycle. So he he's using the power of capitalism and entrepreneurship 
to show them that they don't have to rely on getting a job. They don't have to worry about a background check if they right. start providing value to people and That's they will amazing. pay. That's amazing. Right? That's amazing. And the change I'm doing in the Philippines to help people get out of poverty and to, I, I, one of my managers just told me this morning, it, you know, literally one of my project managers this morning, mm-hmm. her name's Rodora. She's worked for me for almost seven years. Wow. Just told me that she's upgrading. She's moving. She's taking her family to a bigger place. <gasps> right. Nice. I love that. Like, she, yeah, she's like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know, this, this paycheck, you know, she's yeah. going to, she's going to upgrade. That's and beautiful. like, that makes me feel so good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, so. it's, it's providing that opportunity. And just like what you were saying, you know, my husband in, in his, he's in construction here in Miami and he always uh, was willing to hire if somebody came and they had just, they were just trying to, you know, start again. And, and, um, you know, they, they just gotten out of prison or whatever. And he says, listen, everybody deserves a second, a second chance. Anybody can make a mistake. And he says, and they're so loyal. So what would happen was that, you know, somebody would, would get out and then they would say, Hey, go talk to this guy because he hires. And, and before you knew it, he'd have, but, but you know what he says? They, they so appreciate the opportunity because not a lot of people are willing to give them the opportunity. And sometimes they were, you know, they, most of the time they were amazing until they were established enough and they can go and do something else and he he honored them and paid them well but you know but the system you're right is not is not necessarily we're not doing enough to make sure that 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 there's um that there's a regeneration yeah. really to to come back in and and so i i i hear you my friend and and i so that's that's admire. my call you yeah, know and that's it. what that's what i i tout to everybody like and especially because we want to give people as much opportunity to make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. See, America isn't great because you can get rich. Yeah. You you can get rich anywhere, yeah. especially in Cuba. You can get rich exactly. if you if you if you <laughs> on the other if, side. You work, <laughs> if you work for the government. Right. If you right. know somebody. If yeah. you are super beautiful and marry one yeah. of the you know one of the one of the, the big one of the big shots right. <laughs> Um, in, 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 you know, South America, the Middle East, you know, like you can become, or you can be super brilliant and invent something and be Mm -hmm. rewarded for it anywhere. But what makes America great. Okay. Cause people like to cap on make America great again. Right. Mm -hmm. What makes America great. Isn't that you can get rich. It's that you can be a lazy, not even very intelligent bum who comes from a poor neighborhood and still live a life better than 99% of the world yeah, and not even try. Yeah. Poor in America is reading your Facebook posts on your iPhone at the unemployment line. Right. Okay. <laughs> poor in America is a refrigerator and an air conditioner and only one car shared between three people. Mm-hmm. Imagine in the Philippines, people don't even have cars. They barely have cars. Yeah. You know, most people don't. They have jeepneys, you know, which is it's yes. basically this little truck that people pay, you know, nine pesos, which is about 25 cents to get in. You know? Right, right. And, you know, uh, uh, anyway, we went on a tangent, but I, I am willing. And matter of fact, I had a guy just last week. His name's Anton. Anton, shout out to you, brother, for inspiring me for this. But I love copywriting. It's one of the things I love to do. I offer copywriting services to my clients. This guy knew that. He reached out to me. He said, Jeff, this is kind of crazy. I learned this from Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm a copywriter. I love doing what I do. And I want to work for you. And as a matter of fact, I want to create a campaign for you absolutely free just to show you what I can do. And then we can, if it works and you like it, then we can work together. Wow. You want to know how to work with somebody? Do that. Do that. Exactly. Amen. Show value. Amen. Yeah. Show value <laughs> at, at every turn and, and make that your priority. I think if you make your priority um, over delivering in value, uh, you're never going to ever have competition or have to worry about where your next meal is. But we Bingo. have to come from that place first. Bingo. And that has to be first and foremost. Jeff, you have been a tremendous blessing. I want to ask you one more question because I see the word travel back there. What's on your list for this year? 
Post quarantine. Wow. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. This whole COVID-19 thing, it's got me stuck in the house. Yeah. Uh, you know, learning how to homeschool my kid for, <laughs> you know, th this long. And, you know, now that we're, what, like almost nine weeks of homeschooling, yeah. uh, I haven't quite figured out. I have this, I do have one student in my class. I'm trying to get transferred out. He's not working out. Um, <laughs> but if you know anyone... <laughs> I only have one seven-year-old, yeah, but he's got to go. <laughs> Where is summer vacation, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Actually, I saw that some of the entrepreneurs I work with are already starting to have an event. I see an event scheduled in Miami, June 29th. I might go out to that. Good, um, good. Tickets are well, on listen, sale right now. Yeah, everything so. is super cheap. And, and if you're down here, when you're down here, you let me know. We'll, we'll hit Starbucks or something. You know it. Jeff, can you tell us, uh, tell our audience how to get a hold of you? Jeff J. Hunter on LinkedIn. I know, guys, he's very, very active on LinkedIn and he's always full of, of just great value and great information. What what else? Uh, Jeff, J. Hunter, Jeff, Jeff J. Hunter, com is a great place. If you want to learn more about getting yourself a virtual assistant, uh, vastaffer.com. Uh, follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn. Sometimes I get political, but... Um, but my, we all? my, my, <laughs> well, I, you know, I take my business personal. A lot of, a lot yeah. of people tell me like, you know, you shouldn't be posting personal stuff on there. And I'm like, let me tell you something. I take my business very personal. Yeah. And when someone's trying to deprive opportunity from me, you know, trying to, mm -hmm. trying to interfere with how I do my business and how I'm able to help other people. And, you know, like I'm at the point now to where I'm about to move out of California because California has begun very oppressive economically, right. Right. you know, the taxes, right. the fees, the, even having an S corporation, LLC, like any of those types of things, it's just really expensive to be here. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm planning my escape. Like it's sad to say it, but it's I'm good. planning my escape. So that's it guys. Uh, I would love any, any way I could help you. You can also go to brandedmedia.io If you want to learn, I have a free core branding training there, branded media.io is my branding agency. Um, more than happy to have a conversation. There's an application you could fill out too, if you'd like to, to work with us to do more of a done with you or done for you. Um, and of course, check out my podcast at savagemarketer.com. Awesome. Or right. I got to have you on, Berta. There you go. Jeff, you have been amazing. Thank you. Thank you again for making the time. Folks, you see, you're welcome in advance. Um, <laughs> but do do reach out to Jeff. Uh, not only are you going to learn a lot, but you're going to have a lot of fun learning it. So so we will be in touch, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you again, guys. Uh, you. If you can, do good, be great, and go outside and play. It's beautiful out there. Have fun, y'all.